0: Welcome to a special VMA episode of SwiftCast. This is Steph.
1: And Ashley.
0: And we just got done watching the VMAs. Very exciting stuff. First live performance of Shake It Off. I'm still shaky about the whole thing. <laughs> so we want to just do a recap for you guys. So this will just be a mini special episode for you. First, we want to talk about Taylor's red carpet outfit. It was a bit of a different choice. It was like a blue kind of leotard, I guess.
1: Someone tweeted us referring to it as a rompetard.
0: Rompatard? <laughs> like it's got the shorts, like a romper, long sleeves. And some people were thinking maybe all the letters on it were clues for the album, but we're pretty sure it was just the designers.
1: Yeah, don't go get carried away thinking these are clues for album six or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's probably already got album six done, right? <laughs> This is not my favorite look, but I think if you're going to take a risky outfit to an award show, the VMAs are exactly where you got to do it. The VMAs are always about surprising people and just taking fashion risks. So Taylor definitely did that. And she looks so happy, you know, she just looks so, so happy these days. She was smiling and waving to people on the red carpet. Her hair looks great too. I love the curls that she's got kind of reminds me of the old days a little bit. And we actually asked some people what they thought about Taylor's outfit. One person tweeted us, his name is at Rush 73. And he said, she looks good, kind of like a superhero, a hot one. And yeah, I, th- I thought the outfit kind of looked like a superhero outfit, right?
1: Yeah, I, I can see that.
0: And really, it did kind of have an 80s flair to it. So I think that's what Taylor was going for.
1: Yeah, that's true. I didn't really think about that. People did wear leotards and stuff like that in the 80s. I don't think they had the romper, but...
0: Right, and it was very, like, brightly colored and kind of reminded me of the 80s a little bit. Uh, Another person tweeted us, at LBMill77077, and she said she's just... Was not really a fan of the outfit. You know, like I said, it was not my favorite. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, what is she wearing? I, and this happens to me a lot with Taylor. When she was at the ACMs and she wore the crop top, and I saw these the first initial grainy photos of her, I was thinking, what is she wearing? <laughs> but then when the HQs came in and I could see it, I was like, wow, she looks really, really great. And it was similar here. When I first saw the photos, I was, I was like, is that... I think we were all like, is this a romper, a leotard? But now that I've seen a lot of the HQ photos, it's really grown on me. And she definitely looks, as Rush 73 said, hot in this outfit. She's got legs for days, right?
1: Yeah, she definitely, if anyone has the legs for that outfit, she does.
0: So if you look at all the VMA outfits over the year, which one is your favorite?
1: (sighs) That's tough. Not last year's. Last year's was a little too different for me too. Last year, my issue was more with her hair. I didn't like the hair.
0: Oh, it was so like vintagey though. I loved it.
1: I guess I like the dress, but not the hair from last year.
0: Okay, I love the dress too. The blue, the low cut thing. Again, kind of risky for the. But that's what the VMAs are about.
1: Honestly, looking back, I don't like any of her VMA outfits. Really, the first photo from two thousand eight. It's very cute and simple, you know, kind of much like Taylor's style was back then. The next one, 2009, the year of the infamous VMA incident, it's a pretty dress, but a little bit too formal almost.
0: For the VMAs, yeah. Even at that time, it wasn't my favorite look on her.
1: So then 2010, which was the year she performed Innocent, I really don't like this outfit at all.
0: Really? Didn't you love how she performed barefoot on the stage, though?
1: Yeah, I like the performance. I just don't like the outfit. I feel like that dress does nothing for her. The color washes her out in the fit. Like, I don't know. Wasn't a fan.
0: It's not my favorite look, but I did like it somewhat. I thought that performance needed something very kind of simple. And the dress was really pretty simple. I mean, it doesn't have really anything on it other than a couple layers at the bottom.
1: And yeah, for 2012, I don't know, I liked the hair, I didn't like the pantsuit, I feel like she, I don't know, like, I guess, obviously I have a problem with change (laughs) when she wears something different, but (laughs) I also think that, you know, we're used to seeing her in such feminine looking things that, and we rarely ever see her in pants, like, just in daily life at all, so I think this whole thing was a little too much.
0: Well, actually, it's funny you say that, because I was rewatching the Keds Nordstrom interview the other day, and they asked her what the riskiest thing she did fashion-wise was, and she referred to this exact outfit. She said that her stylist convinced her to wear pants, and then she went on again how she doesn't think she looks good in trousers. So yeah, she usually doesn't wear pants, but I th- I thought she looked great. This suit was so low-cut, but... It had that, like, invisible screen up to her neck, so it was more modest, and I I did like that.
1: Yeah, I I think it's fine that it was that low cut because the rest of it was so modest.
0: That might have been probably my second favorite look because it just seemed really sleek and classic to me. And her hair looked great, too. The bangs and completely straight.
1: Well, this outfit was sort of the polar opposite to the outfit she then put on for her performance that year.
0: Exactly. She wore the shorts and then everybody had to make a comment about that. So she had to come out and say, guys, I'm wearing shorts. (laughs) I have on more clothes than anyone here. But for me, I think 2013 was my favorite. I loved the vintage, like classy look of that whole outfit there.
1: When I was looking through these pictures, at first I was confused because 2011 was missing. Then I realized that was the year she performed at the Staples Center, literally right across the street from the VMAs on the same night that they were going on. Exactly. Which I thought at the time was very bold of her, and I liked that. A lot of celebrities, I feel like, were at her Speak Now concert that night instead of the VMAs.
0: (laughs) And some people tweeted just some reactions from fans at Slaylor Swift 1989 said this year's was the best one by far. Best look by far. Somebody else at Alondra Sita 1 said that the suit from 2012 was their favorite. Then another person at Angela NGO said that the fourth one from last year, 2013, was their favorite. So there are a lot of varying opinions on this. I think... For the VMAs, it's always something just different and risky, like I've said before. So she always seems to go with a look that maybe we're not quite as used to. I mean, if you look back at even in the early 2000s, it's been like a trend to go really, really risque and just take crazy risks with fashion for the show. Just looking back on, if you remember J-Lo's green outfit that she wore in the early 2000s,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: So it, Taylor was not up for any awards at the VMAs, which was obvious because she's in between albums, so it's not a big deal. She'll be up for some next year, I'm sure. In fact, I could see easily Shake It Off taking Video of the Year.
1: Oh, it definitely should.
0: Yeah, it definitely should. Fortunately, we did have a performance. This was Taylor's fourth time performing at the VMAs. So what did you think of the performance?
1: I had to watch it twice. I had to rewatch it again online because when it was first on, I was distracted by so many different things. There was just so much going on. There was like, first of all, there was the 1989 stage setup. There was the big 1989 in the back. And then there was the actual stage shaped like the numbers 1989. And then there were so many dancers.
0: So many dancers.
1: And I was like, what is going on? Like, who are these backup singers? Like, where's the band? Like, I don't even know what's happening right now.
0: There was a lot going on. And actually, I didn't notice until you just said that the stage was 1989.
1: Yeah, it was shaped like the numbers.
0: I'll have to rewatch that again. And, you know, that's interesting you said that because... A lot of times Taylor's live performances of songs gives us kind of hints about what tour will look like. So I'm kind of wondering what the stage is going to look like, whether this is any indicator at all. It'll be interesting to find out.
1: Well, Taylor has some thoughts that she just tweeted that I'd like to share.
0: I love when she tweets while we're recording. (laughs) She just knows.
1: Yeah. She said, thoughts, colon. I'm glad everyone's discovering Jessie J. Met Iggy in an elevator, and she was super nice. Every time I see Blue Ivy, I cry.
0: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
1: that was her whole tweet.
0: She really did look like she was crying.
1: But anyway, back to the performance. Besides everything that was going on, so once I got past all of that, I loved her outfit. I totally predicted she would wear a crop top, because I have a feeling we're going to be seeing a lot of those coming up. I love the silver sparkliness. We could probably have guessed it would have been silver when she tweeted the picture of her microphone and shoe that were both silver sparkly today. I just loved it.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people said the outfit reminded them of the Fearless tour dress with just with the middle cutout. I thought that was awesome because it really – just the look of it and – shakiness of it (laughs) reminded me of the fearless tour i loved the guy dancers i did think there were a lot of them
1: they were they were all guys right all the dancers
0: yeah and they were all in suits they looked great i didn't quite understand what was going on with the backup singers like ashley said i i didn't recognize all of them i'm not sure whether i'm right on that it could they could all be the same
1: no they definitely weren't all the same
0: (laughs) I I feel like ever since Liz left, I have just haven't focused as much on the backup singers, which maybe I should do. I always thought having four backup singers kind of overpowered her, and I was hoping she might pare it down a little bit. But they sounded great. And here, in this performance, I didn't think they overpowered her at all.
1: No, and I think with the new pop sound, there might be a lot more of a place for
0: them. Yeah, that's a really good point, too. When Taylor was about to jump off the... 1989 part and she said no i thought that was really funny it kind of just seemed like classic taylor like no i mean this might be the vmas but i'm not actually gonna jump off Mm -hmm. of this thing and it was funny how like when she ran down she was all out of breath but then she just hit that note perfectly
1: and i love how every time she hits the high notes she always has her signature pose
0: (laughs) i love that pose
1: I could probably find like 10,000 photos over the years just of her in that same pose.
0: So true. Well, we asked you guys on Twitter what you thought of the debut performance. And we had some really good responses. Our first one was from at this guy, 3496. And he said he thought it was funny. And he also loved the horns. There were a lot of saxophone players and horn players. I couldn't even count them all.
1: Yeah, there really were. Of course, some great reactions of people just really loving it. At biggest Tay S fan says, simply loved. That's all her tweet said.
0: And similarly, uh, we had one from at nailers baby 16, who just wrote amazing with lots of exclamation points.
1: And at Roger Blair too, Taylor Swift 13 owned the stage with Shake It Off, loved her performance.
0: I was really happy with it. You know, if this is an indicator of how tour will go, I think we're just all really going to love it. We also asked you guys on Twitter what your favorite part of Taylor's performance was. And we got some really good responses on this too. At Velma Brownie said, Her favorite part was the ending because she looked just so happy and proud and beautiful. My heart was beating and I was just so proud. I loved it.
1: Definitely agree. At Liam Bolam, one said their favorite part was Tay saying no to so not jumping and pausing the song.
0: <laughs> it was classic Taylor. Our next one was from At Falcon R Three, her new style and her killer body. Very true. Can't argue with that. Taylor always gives such great VMA performances. We had her first performance with "You Belong with Me" in two thousand nine, where she started in the subway station went out into Times Square, and was on top of the taxi.
1: It's kind of crazy that that was her first performance. I always forget that.
0: It was such a great performance. I'm not sure whether it was my favorite, but I absolutely adored that performance. Then she went in 2010. She did the Innocence performance, which was, in my opinion, just hauntingly beautiful. Just such a great performance. I rewatched it the other night, and... I mean, I remember we were gearing up for Speak Now and I expected her to sing Mine or something. And then, of course, she comes out with this response to the Kanye West incident. And I loved the whole thing. It was such a great performance.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see by next year if she performs again or not, if she does another song.
0: Yeah, I mean, last year she did not perform. So in 2012, she debuted We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together with her awesome... You know, she comes out, she's, like, doing the whole mic thing, and then she's dancing with sunglasses, and then she crowd surfs at the end. And then last year she didn't perform at all, so we'll have to see what happens. But really, I don't know if I could pick a favorite VMA performance now that we've got all four of those. Do you have one?
1: I mean, I no, because they're all so good and so different in different ways.
0: They really are. I
1: mean, You Belong With Me is adorable. Innocent was, like, a really bold move. We Are Never was epic, the debut performance of the song, and this was like on the same level, so I don't really think I could pick one.
0: I really don't either.
1: I did want to mention about the crop top, which I actually heard of somewhere last week, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but apparently crop tops first started being worn in the 80s.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay.
1: I guess one of the first times that they got popular was when Madonna wore one in her Lucky Star video. Wow. So I definitely think this is going to be a recurring outfit theme.
0: And you know, it's funny. Before she made the album announcement, she had that crop top dress on. And it had like the the overlay over the whole thing. So it was like a mesh covering. And it was all these different bright colors. So I remember when I first saw that outfit, I thought it looked very 80s. And I didn't put anything together until after last week.
1: She always gives us clues, but we have no way of knowing and we always pick up on ones that are totally wrong. <laughs> well, in this case, I feel like she gave us wrong ones on purpose too, but we'll...
0: <laughs> I think she did. We'll yeah. forgive her. The next live performance that we have to look forward to, Ashley's going to be at the iHeart Radio Music Festival on September 19th.
1: We might get something before that. She might have like a talk show or something like that performance.
0: I hope so. That would be great.
1: I'm just waiting to hear when she'll be on Ellen because I'm sure that has to be soon.
0: I would think it would be like right around the album release, hopefully. It seems like they always do like a release party for her. Yeah. Her um, appearances on Ellen are always the best. That's
1: my favorite thing about her doing a new album.
0: Me too. I would love to go actually see that live. But when Ashley did iHeart, I think we can expect at least five or six songs.
1: Yeah, that's what Scott Borchetta said. He said about a 25-minute set, which I think last time she did five, so that would make sense.
0: I don't know. I can't wait to see how this next performance goes. And But for now, that's all we have right now on the VMAs. I hope you guys like the show. Keep watching the video. And speaking of videos, keep watching the Shake It Off video to increase views. Buy Shake It Off. Pre-order the album. And also be sure to tune into our next episode, episode 67, which will be released on Wednesday, August 27th, where we will be focusing on Taylor's recent interviews and the shift in genre from country to pop. For now, for this special VMA episode, this has been Steph. And Ashley. And we will see you next time. Thank you, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Swiftcast. Visit us on the web at
1: theswiftcast.com. The theme song for Swiftcast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. Swiftcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group,
0: or Thirteen Management. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky.